0: Uh, My name is Sarah Murphy and I'm here this morning with Gertrude Moyo and we're gonna be spending just a little bit of time uh, this morning talking about what it means to live a lifestyle of prayer. So Gertrude and I met uh, probably I think in 2006 uh, during a School of Intercessory Prayer and I have known her since then and I know that she is a woman of prayer and a woman of this great um, commitment and focus with God. So uh, Gertrude, I'd just love it if we could start off this morning, if you could tell us a wee bit about what does it mean for you to live a lifestyle of prayer?
1: Um, yeah, Sarah, hi everyone. Yeah, it's so good to be here this morning. Um, a lifestyle of prayer is something that is critical for everyone. It's, it's sort of like what you breathe in every day if you don't have oxygen, um, then you find it hard to breathe. So it's the same for the children of God. If we don't have a lifestyle of prayer, then we, we are hardly making it. We are just gasping and trying to get on with life and the issues and challenges that face us. And also, if we don't have a lifestyle of prayer, then we are not very much aware of what God is doing and what he wants to do we are not actually moving in tune with the spirit because prayer is what brings us in tune with the Holy spirit. And we, we get to understand the spiritual things. We get to know the seasons and the times that we live in and God begins to show us things that are even to come. Yeah. You know, even to get uh, to that, good, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. But even to add to that is just that like this coronavirus, it took a lot of us by surprise. And what has been going on has taken us even, um, yeah, even it's it's been even a greater surprise of how long this has lasted. And I I really sense that for me, I wasn't wasn't aware of a lot of things in the spirit and what God was doing. I I have come to a place where, like, God, I know even that I remember I was relaxed in focusing on other things, but now I really need to, to push in in prayer so that I can know the seasons and the times as well, yeah.
0: I think that's so important. It is one of those things that the scripture says that we want to be people who know the times and the seasons. And how do we do that unless we're connecting with God and listening to him? So Gertrude, why don't you tell us a little bit more about your journey with prayer and how you ended up, um, yeah, just growing a a passion for prayer?
1: Yeah, I think it's funny how my journey began. My journey began at a Roman Catholic school and it was there from when I was nine years old up to 13 years old and in that time I started realizing the power of prayer because there were were many times when they would ask us to pray for something urgent as, as students and we would pray and boom immediately there's an answer so there's something about prayer that fascinated me from that time knowing that we can just go to God and pray and something happens. And even the, the years following, I, I grew up in the Anglican church and uh, would we'll go to church, but there were times throughout my life um, that I would pray and really just come to that place where I seek God and I pray and things would change. And then I realized, wow, there's something about prayer, that is so amazing that God hears you when you pray. And then I got born again when I was um, about 31 years old. And after I got born again, when I was 31 years old, I was discipled by 15 year old guys. There were two guys and they, they are friends but they made an impact in my life they were products of scripture union and they were so on fire for god they would go on the mountain to pray all night they would come to my house and be praying all the time so as i spent more time with them that um, prayer began to even mean more to me because even throughout like the first year uh, when i got born again everything we prayed for they would just everything we prayed for I mean everything would just come to pass so prayer you know my, my eyes were open to prayer to realize wow I can only pray and it's not just about uh, asking for something but these young men taught me how to just spend time in worship and, and in the word even in that prayer and that changed my life you know and Um, realizing that, wow, just spending time worshiping God is so powerful. I mean, Sarah, there were times when I would pray and I would actually feel my spirit leave my body. I would have these experiences of the power of God on, on my life and I could pray all night and not even feel it. You know, like you've gone all night. But these young people taught me, you know, to spend more time in the place of prayer than anywhere else.
0: It's amazing to me how just generationally they were young men and they were discipling you and you were so open to receive that. And I think that's fantastic. Um, You know, I was thinking as you were praying, surely spending all this time in prayer must have just really helped you to see something about who God is. How's it impacted your understanding of who God is, all this, these hours that you've spent in prayer?
1: Um, w- one of the things that has carried me through is the love of God. I, I just, through prayer and spending time with God, I came to an understanding that God loves me. It changed my life and nothing else mattered because that was something that I I think it also came from where I come from. Um, I grew up in a family where it was sort of like a Joseph situation, you know, with many stepmothers. And uh, then I was my father's favorite and it made, you know, I was a target, you know, uh, all my stepmothers were always against me and then my siblings were also, you know, there was also this going on because I was my dad's favorite. And yeah, it's it's something obviously that I would tell parents never have a favorite child because <clears throat> it makes it harder for the one that you are loving so much. But it was so difficult. And my dad loved me and I understood that love and I was so happy in it, I basked in it, I embraced it. And So I didn't get love everywhere else. So when I came to know God and I started pursuing him and then started to understand this love that he has for me, that is even better than what my dad had for me and um, how even his love for me had um, faults in it. Maybe it was for the wrong reason or whatever, but there was this perfect love that, God has for us that for me was the best thing ever and so even knowing that love it made me realize that as long as I pursue God and as long as I live in this love I can face anything in my life and I know I'll come through so that was one of the first things and the second thing was God's faithfulness his faithfulness always to come through his faithfulness to always do what he said he will do he's one person I trust I know and every time I'm praying I always remind God you said this so you do it and the other thing as well is his ability to do anything I mean I, I have watched superheroes and you know you look at those people I, I have turned my back on superheroes I mean like in the movies and all that because now These people cannot maintain who they are. There's something wrong with them. But this is a God who can do anything. He can speak a word and things change. And he's so able. And I was like, I want to be with this God and and, and know him and understand. And and that he, he wants me to be part of what he's doing So it makes me feel very powerful because when i'm in a place of prayer i'm in a place of changing the world with god so it's amazing
0: yeah oh so amazing to hear your testimony and i'm just thinking about how much it's a relationship of trust that you you trust god and he trusts you as you pray as well um and i'm wondering um you know what are some of the things that help you to keep your prayer life really vibrant? Because it sounds like you pray for quite a long time, and I know some of us when we're getting started and praying, it sometimes feels like we run out of things to say. Uh, so, what are some of the things that help you to to keep your prayer life vibrant? Oops, Gertrude, I think, sorry, we missed you. I think you're on mute. Can you just quickly unmute yourself? Thank you. We really want to hear what you have to say. Yeah,
1: so um, one of the things like you said is relationship. Relationship is, is so powerful because it's not about being in a posture of prayer or in, this, in the closet it's maintaining a relationship with god wherever you are 24/7 you know like even when i'm i wake up in the morning the first thing i'm talking the first person i'm talking to is god and it's not necessarily saying lord i'm praying and thank you for the day or no it's like wow lord what do you think you know like he's there with me and i i have that kind of relationship so even it helps me i live by myself and because I do, I, um, I have God here with me and, um, and, and I talk to him all the time. So we have to be very conscious. It's something that I had to learn to do and teach myself to, to talk to God all the time. Even I can go um, to a shop window and, and look at it, and then I would say to the Lord, "Wow, look at that! I would really love something like this. I really love this." So, you know, and talk to Him about this. But Lord, what do You think about these things? And I have come to to, to talk to God all the time, and I hear Him, and and being able to have that relationship. And the Bible tells us that you know um, the Holy Spirit is is here to have fellowship with us. So we have to understand. What fellowship is, is someone that you're spending time with, talking to, you know, listening to. And, and, and that, for me, helps me to, to maintain. I always go back to that place where I'm with God and, um, and then I talk to God all the time. And sometimes I know I've messed it up. Then I, I always, like, go back again and say, Lord, I can't go anywhere else. I have to come to you even in my mess. You have to deal with this, you know, and, and that kind of thing so the other second thing as well is how to keep your prayer um uh life alive is to um yeah i think it's to to pray with others sometimes i do that there are times when i i i am so like not feeling like i need to pray but always when you feel like not praying that is the best time to pray because when you get a breakthrough my goodness is the best place to be but sometimes i I call others can we pray together can i pray with you because even growing in my prayer life i i had to grow uh, through praying with others and god would put me in touch with people Uh, before uh, when i started out i couldn't pray 30 minutes i couldn't pray an hour i couldn't but i started praying with people that could pray hours and as i joined them more and more then i could pray more hours then i could pray you know sometimes there were these crazy people that could go and prayer for 20 something hours you know like pray the whole weekend then i joined them it was hard but the more we did it the easier it became so you we i i always encourage people as well if you are used to praying 10 minutes and you want to grow in your prayer life then increase another five minutes. Even if you have nothing to say, stay there and sit there and listen to what God is saying, but keep your 15 minutes and keep increasing that. And as you do, you find that life becomes easier. And uh, I mean, praying becomes easier as well. So, and, and the other thing as well is to, yeah, just pray the word, pray the word, pray the word, it helps uh your your prayer life to be because then you do it's not about saying things you know and then uh praying from your own understanding and and creating words for yourself then the fourth thing is praying in tongues all the time praying in tongues is so good you can pray hours and hours and hours in tongues mm-hmm. because the spirit is praying through you but then the challenge with that is that when you pray in tongues Normally, your mind cannot, sometimes is not engaged, but also having that place where you engage the mind and the spirit together, and then your your, your, your your prayer will be more effective that way. Yeah.
0: Oh, you make me excited and want to be praying with other people. You know, this corona situation when we can't get together in, in person and pray together really is, is so hard, but it is so powerful when we come together and we pray together and it does yeah I've learned so much from praying with you and praying with other people. Um, I'm wondering Gertrude if you have a testimony but do you have a particular testimony that stands out where God answered prayer
1: Yeah, uh, there are so many testimonies, sir. I mean, we see a lot uh, of God's provision, you know, when uh, God's healing, and um, you know, and, and what God has done in the nations because we've prayed. I remember a particular time in Zimbabwe there was this witch doctor who was on TV all the time, and um, and we were like. Um, I mobilized seven women, and I was, my spirit was so troubled with this witch doctor and the things that he would talk about and teach people, and so I I mobilized seven, um, six other women, and there were seven of us, and we started praying, Um, then we said, you know, we need to pray against this guy, we don't want to see him on TV anymore, never again, that something will happen and then he just leaves. But we were praying as well for his salvation, that he would meet with God and, but somehow God must just remove him. And and, and God did permanently remove him, but not in a way that we expected, obviously. But then, you know, uh, we started praying and then the next few weeks we had, oh, he had passed away. You know, and it wasn't like that we were wanting that, but. We pray that God, he needs to give his life to you all, however he's removed. And and I know um, it was so powerful for us. And and many a time I would, if I sense something in my spirit, I would mobilize women and uh, I normally prayed with women. And and then we would just go and and pray and, and, and somehow things would change. And we would see that and personally the the there were many times like one time I had a toothache it was so sore and we had gone to 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 a, a a retreat and while I was at that retreat I was in such pain I couldn't pay attention and it was a public holiday so no dentists were open and all that and then I, I, I remember I walked out of the service And I stood outside and I said look here God you have to do something. I can't go on like this and immediately I felt a hand touch my cheek where the pain was and it went immediately. I mean I could tell you stories and stories of that of healing how God has just come through and this pain is gone and then there was also even with provision over and over again. I mean, if you are in mission, Sarah, you understand. Many a time when we need God to come through, and He has come through, not just for me, but for many others. I remember I even once prayed for a lady. She 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 had been like having miscarriages all the time. And we I prayed for her and then she gave birth to a baby. I mean, things like that. And you see God's power come through. But it's not because I'm 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 a powerful person. No, 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 no. It's God who is powerful. It's his power that works. It's God who answers the prayers, it's not me. But it's just, for me, what I see, the difference is the confidence that we have when we come to God in prayer is is important because I have the confidence that God can do anything. And I have the confidence that, you know, When I ask, when I come before God, he hears me. It doesn't matter what state my my life is in, but because I'm his child, I have the confidence that, you know what, God, even if my sin is right covering me like that, I just come to you. I repent, you wash me, uh, and we move forward. So I have that confidence that no matter what state I am in, I can always go to God as my father and he hears me. So I, I find that many Christians are challenged by that because you have to have that confidence that this God I'm praying to hears me. I have to have the confidence that he loves me. And I have the confidence that he can do anything. I mean, he can give you a billion dollars. He can give you a million dollars. He can give you five rand. He can give you a hundred rand. I mean, it's what are you asking for? What are you believing for? And I know you can do it he has done that before he you know even the bible is his testimony of things that he has done before things he can do and and we know that so even having that confidence i've seen so many things you know god come to me and provide even um i asked for a holiday uh, two years back just god i want a holiday i want to go to america and i want to do i don't want to, like going to do ministry i just want a holiday i I want you to take me, there are people that go on holidays and they save up their money, but I'm not even getting enough to save for a holiday, but you can take me to a holiday and God did. For one full month I was in America and I promise you it was the best time of my life. And I came back with so much and I saw God do it. And so I, for me, I, I know he's my father. So I can ask for anything, you know, and he will give it. So, yeah, so many testimonies. Oh, Sarah, I wish I could talk all day about the things that God has done, even throughout this lockdown. You know, my, my, my daughter and the children are here and um, they are living in fishhook and they're also needing help because they both can't work, she and her husband, Uh, Because of the lockdown, but God has provided for us through and through, and even until now, even in the most unexpected places, but food has come, food vouchers has come, you know, money has come, and God Mm -hmm. has been faithful, and he has been um, there for us, you know, so God is good, yeah. Yeah.
0: Amen. Oh, Gertrude, that's amazing. And you know, I think that we, we grow in faith when we listen to one another's testimonies of what God's done. It helps us to, to persevere and to continue. And I love hearing just how much your, your confidence and your trust in who you are in God has shaped your prayer life. Because sometimes it seems like we, we pray a lot because we're trying to twist God's arm to get him to do things. But But your prayer just comes from a place of knowing who you are and knowing who he is. And that's, yeah, it's fantastic. It's amazing. I wonder at the moment, just if you have any word of encouragement for us when sometimes it feels like God isn't answering prayer, how do you keep going?
1: Yeah. I I just encourage people to continue maintaining, because it's about the relationship. We we need to continue with the relationship because sometimes we focus on on our disappointments. Okay, I prayed for this and God didn't give it to me, or God is not bringing a change in in the COVID-19, because sometimes even like the same, like right now, sometimes I'm like, God, I I need this to change, I need this to move on, and Um, But then I I know, because every day I keep saying to God, I know, Lord, you can speak a word today, one word, and COVID-19 will be gone. I know you can do this, but I know that you're doing something amazing. Even if I can't really see it right now, I know you are. But it's that trust. You know, uh, Isaiah 26 is that you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you and and i've been praying to come to that place where i just trust god i know these things are happening but i trust god trust god with your life trust god with your family trust god with your finances trust god with your ministry because we we are not uh, doing what we're doing before the lockdown we We are stuck and we are limited in so many ways but we 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 have to maintain our relationship with god maintain our prayer life maintain just no seeking more of him through his word you know maintain prayer i mean i have prayed with so many people during the lockdown we just call each other on whatsapp we we have zoom prayer meetings we you know, and, and I've made myself keep busy all the time, maintaining and praying for the nations, praying for South Africa, for Zimbabwe, for praying for the rest of the world, praying for the church and keeping myself alive in that. And, and we need to do that. We, we, we can't just sit back and, and, and feel sorry for ourselves and get angry and frustrated. And, you know, I would rather go to God angry and frustrated and sit in that place and just talk to him and express my feelings, express what is going on in the inside of me, because when I leave that place, I live with a new perspective. I live with joy and peace. And that thing is not huge anymore. But the problem that we, we have with many is that when you are angry and frustrated, then we keep away from God. When we get when we sin, then we run away from God. You know, and and I believe that even in this time, God has been doing such amazing things in our own lives. I encourage you, keep pressing in, keep praying, keep seeking God, even if you don't feel like. It's not about feelings. The time that when you seek God, when you don't feel like you get the greatest breakthrough, because the enemy would rather have you sit there, watch TV, fill your time with something, entertain yourself, you know, but... I promise you, when you stand up and say, you know what, instead of watching a movie, I'm going to read my Bible, I'm going to pray, I'm going to worship, and and all that, that is a sacrifice, because when we, the Bible says we present our bodies as a living sacrifice to the Lord, and this is some of the things where our bodies are saying, you know, I would rather relax, but I present it to God as a sacrifice, and I spend time in worship and prayer and you know, and think about others as well. Pray for others. When you hear news uh, or people sending information that you don't like, pray about those things. Give them up to God. Don't begin to discuss with others and get more frustrated and more discouraged, but pray about these things and God knows better and God can do a better thing than us. So I encourage you, keep trusting him, keep pressing in and when you don't feel like praying by yourself, call somebody, hey, do you have time? Let's pray together. And when you pray uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, you find, wow, these things are going. Play some worship music and sing along. And you find that the, the, your 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 spirit now becomes more alive the more you do that. And then we, we can keep ourselves alive even in this moment. Because I think, um, the church era, I mean like when we were going to church before the lockdown, a lot of people just went and came back and they felt they 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 did something because for them attending church on Sunday was for them the Christianity. But now that there's no church and it's just you and God, God is showing us that it's about relationship with him. It's not about, because even going to church uh, and what happens there, in a, in a in denomination, in a building, is, is something that must come out of our individual relationship with God and not just as a, as a duty because I'm, I, I go to that church and it's a duty I'm there. So yeah, so I just encourage everyone, praise him. God loves us so, so much and God enjoys us so, so much. And I know that every time I'm at a place of prayer, he's paying attention because I know he loves me. I know what a father's love is. I understand it, and I know there are some we have not had a good experience with their earthly fathers. But even in that, uh, I encourage you to press in even more so that you can get to know this love that is way, way, way better than any human being can ever give you.
0: Amen. Amen. I um. I wonder, Gertrude, if just as we get ready to finish up and get ready, ready to um, kind of wrap up for this morning, I feel like there's probably people who are watching who maybe are a bit discouraged or like maybe lonely or other things, uh, just struggles in their life at the moment. And I wonder if you could just close us with a, a word of prayer for those who are struggling, who, who feel a bit disconnected from God because their normal church routines and things aren't, aren't happening. Could you, Would you just um, bless us with, by praying for us? Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray Lord for all these people Sarah mentioned Lord, somebody who is depressed, someone who's discouraged right now Lord, someone Lord who can't even pray. They don't even know how they are in such a state and even some lord who have for a long time been asking and praying and feel like nothing is shifting and changing i speak jesus into those situations right now lord this name that is above every other name i declare breakthrough i declare open heavens right now father where they feel like the heavens above them have been shut Lord, I declare that the heavens open above them in the name of Jesus. I pray for healing, Lord, in their hearts and their minds and emotions and their bodies right now in Jesus' name. Even those who are lying in bed so sick, not even knowing what to do, I declare healing over them in the name of Jesus. Lord, you loved Jesus, our our Lord and Savior, so much. And he came and he died for us. And Jesus said that you love us the same way that you love him, and Lord, because of that, we are asking you to come through for these people today, oh God, I speak Jesus into depression, into discouragement, I speak Jesus right now into eyes that are blind, that cannot see God's goodness, that these blind eyes will be open today in the name of jesus ears that we have not been hearing god i command you to open that you hear the voice of god you hear his word of encouragement you hear his words of love you hear these words of kindness and compassion over you in the name of jesus right now lord i declare encouragement i declare hope even in those hearts lord where there's nothing there oh god but darkness i declare hope right now in jesus name i i pray for salvation for those that have not known you and i declare that today is the day of salvation do not harden your heart when you hear the word of god and even as i pray right now the light begins to shine in in darkness right now to Bring light because the word of God says Jesus was the word that was with God, and He is the light that shines in darkness, and darkness cannot overcome it. And Lord, I declare your light to shine in the world today, in the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. to shine in families, to shine in individuals, Lord, even those that are caught up in sin right now. Father, I, I pray that your light will shine, even those that are drunk beyond anything or God who don't even know anything because they are high with something. I pray that even in that state, Lord, you can reach them, that your light would shine, oh God, in Jesus' name and show them that there's something better. And I pray for transformed lives in Jesus' name. I declare hope to the world, hope to hearts that are discouraged right now, hope to families. I declare hope to those women, Lord, facing abuse. I declare hope to those children, Also facing abuse, I declare hope to those that have no food to eat, but that, Lord, you would send provision in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, that you you, you love the world, that you gave your only son. And we know that you didn't love us to leave us to die. You didn't love us um, to leave us for the enemy to do whatever you wanted with us. But I declare that even right now you are rising on our behalf and the enemy is losing his hold over your people right now in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. 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 I hope that if you've joined us this morning and you've been listening in that you are super encouraged. Gertrude, you're always a joy and a blessing to talk to. I really have... um, yeah, just personally been so encouraged just spending time with you this morning. And so uh, for those of you who've tuned in and who have been following along with us this morning, I really hope that, that you're blessed and encouraged. And yeah, just that a reminder that we come to God as his children freely with no condemnation. And he just wants to spend time with you and uh, to yeah, reveal more of who he is to you. So be encouraged by that this morning. We will uh, have someone else here. I think Zernan is going to be here on Friday. He's going to be interviewing Natalie Nelson. And she uh, is a South African working in San Francisco. And so um, I would really encourage you to tune in to that. And uh, we've enjoyed being with you guys this morning. Bless you.